You're listening to Good Reporters Podcast, encouraging you to use your platform and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, because good reporters bring good news. Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Chris Edwards, a.k.a. Young Christ Like on social media and also at Good Reporters. I don't know how I never mentioned that Young Christ Like is my personal social media, but at Good Reporters is the page for this podcast. Um, so find us on social media. Find us on YouTube. You might be watching this on YouTube. You might just be listening to this. Uh, find us on YouTube and please don't forget to subscribe. You know, I never do that enough. I don't. I realize a lot of people do it. And I'm always just like, wow, like, why do they always say, don't forget to subscribe? But then I'm watching videos for at least like years or months or something. And I'm realizing I never subscribed to this person. So if you've been listening, if you've been blessed, um, somebody sent this to you and it's been a blessing, please do like it. Please do subscribe. Um, it really does help out. And it also helps more people who will be able to get a chance to hear it, uh, listen to it and see it. So just thank you so much again for being a good reporter, for being part of the uh, the team, and I just love you guys so much and can't wait to get this new message out to you. So that's not my new intro, but kind of, sort of, somewhat. <laughs> that was just way too long. Um, but I just want to offer up a new topic today. This topic today is called Fall Back on Prayer. And it's not what you think. I know sometimes the topics or the name sounds like something you might think you know what it is, but it's not what you think. I ain't saying fall back on prayer. I ain't saying stop praying. Uh, it's not like fall back on your exes or fall back on that person that you send that text message to and was like, I'm cute or not, nah, and they didn't respond. You got to fall back. It's not like that. <laughs> it ain't like what he said, fall back, summer done. Uh, it ain't like that. <laughs> it ain't like that. It ain't like that. It ain't like that. Um, it's fall back as in having a thing that you always fall back on on you know like not not letting it be this thing that you like like i don't know i mean i guess when we lean back on things or fall back on things uh it's usually where we like how could i say that it's usually where we um rest you know what i mean like usually like when we fall back on something it's usually what we lean upon when we fall back on something is usually what we trust uh so just kind of like falling back on prayer like letting that be the thing that you always have that whenever when not even when all options are exhausted because it probably should be your first one um, but when things are going on and, and you don't know what's happening or you're walking the road that God challenged you to walk down and you're a little confused or things of that sort, you fall back on prayer like every single time. Like don't fall back on yourself. Don't fall back on only your friends because that's nice too. Don't fall back on just uh, counseling and therapy, which uh, I'm considering. Don't fall back on things just alone, but fall back on God, period. First and foremost, fall back on God and fall back on prayer and fall back on reading your word. You know what I mean? Like, do not, don't, like I said, don't fall back as in letting it go. Fall back as in leaning, leaning on it and just fall back into it and, you know, just indulge yourself in prayer, in time with God. Uh, and so today, that's the topic I want to talk about. And I'm going to just jump straight to it for real. Like, I'm going to just jump straight to it. I was reading uh, a devotional this week and, man, it was very powerful. Like, it was so powerful, and they were talking about Exodus 17, uh, and in Exodus 17, uh, they were mentioning how, well, actually, yeah, Exodus 17, there was two things that happened, and it speaks about Moses. Uh, let me pull it up on my Bible app on the handy-dandy phone. And uh, Exodus 17, there was two things that, I, that, was, that was amazing that I thought. Um, but the first one I'll talk about would be the miracle that, that Moses did, uh, and, and knowing that he was commanded by the Lord, now he was commanded by God to go do something to bring these people out of this area. Uh, and it says that the, this is uh, from the beginning, Exodus 17, 1. And it says that the Lord's command, the whole community of Israel left the wilderness of sin and moved from place to place. Eventually they camped at, um, well, 
they they I'll, I'll go past that. They camped at this place, but there was no water. There was no uh, people to drink. Uh, so once more, the people complained against um, complained against Moses. Give us water to drink. They demanded. Uh, quiet, Moses replied, because Moses apparently is a gangster. Um, why are you complaining against me, and why are you testing the Lord? Uh, I kind of want to stop there, because that's not necessarily the point I want to go at, but just knowing the context. You could get the context of where we're going. I'm going to skip a little bit uh, forward, but these people are in an area where they're not necessarily, if it was up to them, they wouldn't be there, but you know, Moses is commanding that, or well, the Lord is commanding that, and Moses is leading that, and they're like, getting at Moses and they're backlashing and they're yelling at him and they're saying, where's our water? Where's our stuff? You know, and, and they even go to say here, why did you bring us out of Egypt? Are you trying to kill us, our children and livestock with thirst? Um, and like, and they're just asking all these questions because they don't quite understand that vision. They don't quite understand why he was told to do that or why they did that. But they would, if it was up to them, they would stay comfortable. They would stay where they were. Um, but that was just not the call of their lives. Now, granted, let's get a little further because look at what Moses did. He did what I'm saying we should do. That's fall back on prayer. Um, and this is not the first time. It's not the only time he's done it, but this is notable. And so he says, then Moses cried out to the Lord. Uh, this is verse four on chapter 17 of Exodus. It says, then Moses cried out to the Lord. What should I do with these people? They are ready to stone me. The Lord said to Moses, walk out in front of these people. Take your staff, the one you use when you struck the water of the Nile and call on someone and call on some of the elders of Israel to join you. I will stand before you on the rock at Mount Sinai. Strike the rock and water will come gushing out. Then the people will be able to drink. So Moses struck the rock and he was, as he was told, and water gushed out and the elders looked on. Um, and we'll leave it at that for now. So this is a prime example of something that even I could say myself is just really not something that I've been great at. You know, and you're maybe even walking the, uh, the path that God is telling you to walk. Um, maybe even going in a direction where you feel like you're being led by God to go and somehow, some way there's, I mean, usually there's going to be some sort of opposition, right? Trying to stop you. Like he, Moses could have easily said, man, these people want to kill me. These people are mad. They're upset. Let's turn around. You know, God gave me this direction, but I don't know. Uh, I'm a little scared and I'm a little wary of it and I'm going to just go back. And instead he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? These people want to kill me, but let me just fall back on prayer. Let me fall back on God. Let me lean onto that and let me find my way uh, through asking God. Because you you asked me to be here, but like I didn't expect this, right? Like you asked me to be here, but why are the people so mad? Like you asked me to come here, but like where's the stuff that we're going to eat? I don't even know. You know, you told me that, but how are you going to provide? And instead of questioning God or instead of just trying to do everything by himself, uh, Moses did something very honorable and he really just fell back on prayer. And he was just like, you know, God, what do I do? <laughs> you know, like he sat there, he did that. And my question to us and my question to even myself sometimes um, it's just like, how often do we really fall back on that prayer? You know what I mean? Like how often do we actually stop and say, man, like, you know, God, I don't understand what's happening. And I know you asked me to be here, or at least I feel like I'm led to be here. And right now I don't feel it or I don't get it. And I don't understand it. How often do we lean back and fall back on prayer and say, God, you know, what do I do? You know, like, where do you want me to go from here? Like, and, and, and Moses did that. And when he did that, God did what he what he said what he says he always will do. You call upon me, I'll answer. You know, like he's he's gonna answer us, knock on the door. You know, and I I'll, I'll open it, and you know, just all of these different things, and you could just understand that the character of God is unchanging. And so Moses understood that how he felt. We can't even talk about because there's so many things that we feel. Me included. Like I said, when I go through these things, like even what I'm doing right now, there's so many times where fear will come, and anxiety or what have you may come. And it's just like you could be so tempted to easily just fall back into your own 
mind, right, really, or just into, like, your own plan or just not understanding the plan. And that sometimes we can kind of be tempted to even just leave God out of that and, and, and be worried and try to figure out a way by ourselves, which just leads to more anxiety, which means a little more stress. And that's what Moses didn't do. And he was just like, yeah, God, like, what do I do? Like, like what, what's going to go on? Like, these people want to end me. They trying to take my head off via stone. You know what I mean? You say via, you might say via. Either way, they were trying to take off his head with a stone. And he was just not, he was just not about it. But he could have felt all those things. He could have felt the fear. But instead, he still took the time and said, I'm going to pray. And that's, that's commendable. But we go even deeper. Um, and this is, this is so funny because I was asking my girlfriend a couple times, like, what's the name of these people? I felt like I was saying it wrong. Um, the Amalekites. And I kept saying, like, Amela, Amila, and I was just trying to pronounce it. It was funny. It wasn't that funny. It was kind of sad. But the Amalekites. And so down the line, they're walking, um, and they get attacked by the Amalekites. And I'll give you more context. It says, while the people of Israel were still at uh, Rephidim, I think that's the name of the area, uh, Rephidim, and I'm not great with the names of it, so um, forgive me. But it says, the warriors of, of Amalek attacked them. Um, Moses commanded Joshua, come soon, come choose some men to co- go out and fight the army of Amalek for us. Tomorrow I will stand out at the top of the hill, holding the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did what Moses had commanded, and he fought the army. Uh, meanwhile, Moses, Aaron, and Hur climbed the top of a nearby hill. And this is the part that that was just what happened. And then I put here, it says, as long as Moses held up the staff in his hand, the Israelites had the advantage. But whenever he dropped his hand, the Amalekites gained the advantage. Moses' arms soon became so tired, he could no longer hold them up. So Aaron and Hur found a, a stone for him to sit on. And they stood on each side of Moses, holding up his hand so his hands held steady until sunset. As a result, Joshua overwhelmed the army of Amalek in battle. Stop right there. Because I didn't quite understand like the the posture. I didn't understand the posture completely um, of Moses kind of just holding up this staff of God, which is, I mean, the same staff that he used uh, right in in, in in taking down a battle before, right? You know, he used he used that and he took a battle down that was looking like it was opposition against them. They didn't have anything, they didn't have food, they didn't have water, uh, and he did something about that. Uh, relying upon God. Now, here comes another issue. Here comes another problem. And again, what did he do? He relied upon God. And I, I realized and I learned through just study that the, the, the posture here uh, with this staff up is, is, is prayer, is, um, is, is a way to seek God in the midst of everything. So he wasn't in the battle, per se, in terms of fighting, but, oh, trust and believe. Every time that he had that, as he had that staff of God, the thing that has won him the victory before, he could hold that thing up and he could pray and he could, you know, be seeking after God in that sense for this army whenever his arms got weary and tired, which shows the tiredness and the, the, the toughness and the battle that sometimes goes through it. It was like, man, they're winning again. You know, <laughs> like he's like, you know, I need it to come back up. And it's so much of a, man, there's so much that was like hitting my head and so much revelation and so much understanding and uh, like I said, through studies, seeing different things, like you know, get you some friends like Moses um, that will hold you, that will hold you up in prayer and hold up your posture so that you can win the battle. Man, that's so that's deep. But again, like I said, the reliance for Moses, he could have been trying to just jump into battle right himself. He could have been trying to figure it out in that way. But it was like I can't let my arms down because I need this posture of prayer. I need this. Uh, posture of seeking God and I need to seek God for this army and otherwise we will not win knowing that I'm I'm called to be here but without my prayer if I don't fall back on prayer if I don't fall back on my reliance upon God I'm nothing and we lose the battle a hundred percent of the time 
And man, I mean, like that, that really hit me, it hit me heavily. And it was just so powerful to me. And like throughout the day, I was just thinking about how many opportunities I have, uh, specifically even in the things that I do and how many opportunities maybe you have or we have specifically in the things that we do where we could really give it to God. But like, you know, sometimes we say we give it to God and then anxiety and fear and all that stuff comes and it's like, how do we figure it out? No, it's it's a constant falling back on prayer. It's a, a constant falling back on God. It's a constant way to say, you know, I don't understand. Like, I mean, humble yourself enough to say, I don't understand this. Um, humble yourself enough to say, yeah, and, and, and because I don't understand it, it's not an area for shame because I'm silly or I'm dumb, but this is an area to say, God, like, what do I do? Um, and how do I get past that? And so that, I mean, for me, that was... That was so powerful, and I remember I, I read it, and I'll read this here. And there was a, there was somebody that was like just breaking it down and through some of the, um, what's it called? Do some of the commentary. Do some of the commentary that I looked at, and it says when we have a problem, it's much easier to blame someone than to think through the problem carefully and spiritually. Uh, in this situation, in Israel, could have thought we are in a desert. It's not surprising that there isn't much water, and this is talking about earlier. Um, you know, they could have thought we're in a desert. It's not surprising that there isn't much water here. We need to look to God to meet this need. But instead, instead what Israel did, they blamed Moses and did nothing to help the problem. And so there was two sides of that. If you really pay attention to it, these people are looking at him and they're saying like, what, what, like, what, why, why don't we have anything? Like what's going on? Like we shouldn't have been out here. And they trusted themselves and you could see the panic and you could see the fear. Like you could see how their posture really, 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 uh, interrupted the way that everything around them went. Like it was just like because they kind of relied upon themselves enough. Like they were out there, so there was some faith, right? They must have believed that they were supposed to be out there. But then when they realized, hey, I don't have the resources, they started to trust themselves. And because of that, they started to almost get to a stage of anger and just really want to mess up Moses for real. Like really wanted to mess Moses up. And Moses' posture in the same situation as them was completely different. He fell back on prayer. And he was like, look, man. I'm going to mess this prayer up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to get in on some prayer and, and, and we're going to figure out the solution. And just like that, the answer was there and miracles can happen. Um, and yeah, that, that, that to me was just like, like I said, and just understanding that and then the war with the Amalekites. Um, it was like in the war with the Amalekites, he had to rely on that staff. You know, like that staff meant everything, which is prayer. Uh, because if he for any moment let it down, the war would shift over to the attackers. And that just shows to me just a heavy reliance upon God and prayer. And my question to you, this is, I mean, you could answer it. Uh, I could probably even make this into a thing. But my question to you is, how much are you really relying on God? How much are you really relying upon your prayer? Or how much do you just toss your prayers into the air and believe God's going to do it? And if he doesn't, how can I do it? That's a question to you. Think about that. Write it down, actually. And, 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 and you know, figure that out because that's important. And I can say for me that there's been so many times where there's portions and where I'm doing both. And in the portions where I'm doing one, I'm very good at being motivated and excited about it. But in the portion where I'm doing the other, it, it breeds such fear and anxiety that could be really overtaken, really, if you if you even think about this. Um, and so, yeah, that's like that's just something I kind of wanted to drop off today. And that was something that I was thinking about. And I know it's just a thought and I, I've always heard it. Like my girlfriend would always say it to me, like the alter instinct, which is. You get, you come to God every single time when there's things going on, there's issues um, arising. And for me, I mean, just in all transparency, like I know that this, this as as of late, I've been having even just emotions and stuff like that. I feel like 
when they say always oh, don't listen to your feelings at all times and uh so you know hey i mean your feelings sometimes are just making you feel a little off or your past traumas and things you've been through and for me i could say that as of late there's just like random emotions or like emotionless i guess you could say in areas of my life or 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 disengaged in areas of my life or um What's another word that I would, I remember there was a word, it was a really good word, or just like being present uh, mentally and, and I've seen that in my life and, and there's some confusion to why, you know, like to why sometimes and uh, not completely understanding and I think when it gets to that, there's been a lot of portions where you can kind of feed yourself with, you know, trying to figure it out or just, you know, filling it with a bunch of other things and um, I've been there and I've been kind of going through that but um when that alter instinct starts kicking back in or when that time comes back in, there's no telling. You know, like you could actually just, there's no telling how different it is. And it really, really is different where you could just say, I don't know what I'm feeling, but can I pray about it? You know, God, I don't know what I'm feeling, but can you answer that for me? Um, and that's personal to us. And so I, I just really want to just encourage you that today. Uh, I just wanted to remind you that, you know, that God is always there for us and prayer is always there for us. And don't let it be the last thing you do. You know, like, don't let it be, don't let it be the thing that you, you fall back on when all options have been, you know, used and or let it be the last thing you fall back on when you feel like you, you don't know any, anything else to do, but let it be the thing you fall back on first and foremost. Um, and so that's just, that's just what I want to leave you with today. And I just really want to let y'all know that I love you guys. Uh, keep fighting the good fight. Uh, keep spreading the good news and don't forget to be a good reporter because good reporters bring good news.